0: 1 Samuel chapter 8. Samuel? Yep, we're going to go through both, both the Samuels. There's a lot of good stuff in these books. Anybody want to volunteer to do the reading?
1: I'll read. Now it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah, and there were judges in Beersheba. But his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, Look, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Heed the voice of the people and all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them.
0: Do you catch that? Yes. They rejected me, God said. Right. There's just something profoundly tragic about that.
2: Right. Well, that was one of the things that marked Israel from the other nations, was that they did not have a king and they mm-hmm. didn't have a judge. It was one of the ways of seeing the hand of God. In the in in the nation, it was a way of saying, "God, we believe that you are in control, and that we don't need a king because you are the king over us." Yeah. So when they asked for an earthly king, they were rejecting the heavenly king.
0: Well, and Samuel had two puss bucket sons that were as bad as as the high priest Eli's right. boys were.
3: Right. It's interesting that here Samuel right. came up under Eli and saw what his sons did, Phinehas and. Hosni, Hosni, Hosni,
0: Ho Phineas and and yeah, you know, and It's odd to see that
3: and then almost turn around and
0: do the same thing Some people just can't it. parent. <laughs> they just can't do it. All right, go on.:
1: According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day with which they have forsaken me and served other gods, so they are doing to you also. Now therefore heed their voice. However, you shall solemnly forewarn them and show them the behavior of the king who will reign over them. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who asked him for a king. And he said, This will be the behavior of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen. And some will run before his chariots. He will appoint captains over his thousands And captains over his fifties, he will set some to plow his ground and reap his harvest, and some to take his weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, cooks, and bakers, and he will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and your vintage and give it to his officers and servants. And he will take your male servants, your female servants, your finest young men, and your donkeys, and put them to his work. He will take a tenth of your sheep, and you will be his servants. And you will cry out in that day because of your king, of whom you have chosen for yourselves. And the Lord will not hear you in that day.
0: Okay, remember, this is really hardcore prophecy here. Just remember that he said these things. Anytime you you read anything... The rest of the, uh, the Samuels, Kings, Chronicles, all this stuff came to pass. Keep Kept coming to pass throughout these questionable individuals that were kings over Israel.
2: Don't you find it interesting that, he, that they use the tenth?
0: Because
2: the tenth of everything is what belongs to the first tenth of your harvest right. is what belonged to God. Oh. And, and saying, well, that's
0: true. Yes.
2: And they're saying anything, He's taken the him. king is going to take that tenth that really, your commitment to God was that tenth, and if you have a uh, an earthly king, that earthly king gets that tenth that belonged to your heavenly king, and so he steals everything. And, and like, once you let man in control, he does steal everything.
1: It was the invention of taxes in Israel, apparently. Yeah, Before exactly. that, they just had a tent to God, and now they got. Right, and they kept their
2: families to the king. To the king. Yeah. And now they're saying, you can have a king. That's it. You can, you a thousand That's right. you can have a king.
0: Great big <laughs> ticks sucking the juices out of you.
2: You can have a king, but do you realize that if you have a king, you're going to lose your family? And they chose the king over their family. They chose us. We want to be like everybody else. Yeah, they, Yeah. Oh, we, don't we don't. We don't want to be special anymore. We don't want to be the apple of your eye. We're, we're done being your favorite kid because we feel like you're not treating us better than these other people, and they're not your favorite kids, so we just want to be like everybody else. <laughs> we don't want to be like this anymore. And look at all the trouble that brought Israel for, Forever. you know, yeah, still to this the day, edge. there's still situations that were brought on because they wanted to be like everybody else. Yeah, they've and, had some horrible and, Well, games. and I think the thing is that if you look at... The situation in the world today, don't we see that? How many uh, churches say, you know, are denominations? We read that, and
3: we, yes. you, know, you almost need to say, What were they thinking? But we do say, but Yeah, how yeah. many
2: are seeker friendly churches? Now, that's the new thing, you know, to be a see- not a, a God seeking church, but a seeker friendly church. So mm-hmm. People can come any way they want and say pretty much anything they want to say, and you know, have a party in the sanctuary when the pastor's trying to preach and whatever else they want to do, because we want to look as much. The church doesn't want to look like the church anymore. They want to look as much like the world that people are living in so that they can appeal to people rather than have a standard of God. And that's what same things happen now that we see in this book. They're willing to say, okay, I'll give that up because I want to be like this. And so you have churches now who allow people who should not be in leadership because of their gross, sinful behavior. And, and they know they're doing it, but they say, no, God is a God of love and forgiveness, so I can live instead sin, but I can still be a leader, leader in the church. And the people in the church go, yeah, yeah, that's what we want for a leader. We want that, mm-hmm. we want that person. Because mm-hmm. if that's the standard, we can live to that standard. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to live to man's standard than to God's standard. And that's mm-hmm. what they were saying here. You know what? We can live with an earthly king. He's not going to ask us these things a God is asking us. And we see it today. We see, Look at society today. Don't we see that? Where people are willing to say, oh, Let's serve a God who's this big and fits in our box because then we can control that rather than the God that's, you know, Lord of Lords and King of Kings because
3: we can't control Him. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, that's a good point, that control thing.
3: Yeah. Well, aren't, aren't most churches nowadays allowing it in because they're afraid if they don't, if they step on their toes, they'll leave, they won't be there, and they won't get their 10%. It's
2: it's yeah. It's it's more about, about bring it over here and give me that
3: 10, 10% because... Well, okay. Union's done the same thing. And I just found out the other day... Who? Union. Union. Uh, they used to have a union in Springfield. And I found out the other day that the union is dead. It doesn't even exist in Springfield no more because of their greed. Hmm. It's gone. Hmm.
2: But you know how people are. We want to see it. And then you can see a king. You know who you're worshiping. You know who's in control. Can you see God? By faith, you know. Yeah. But do they want what they can see? And yeah. it's the same thing today. You want you you see people worship all kinds of things other than God because they can see that.
1: Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel and they said, No, but we will have a king over us, that we may also be like all the nations and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he repeated them in the hearing of the Lord. So the Lord said to Samuel, Heed their voice and make them a king. Samuel said to the men of Israel, Every man go to his city. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zerar, and the son of Betureth, the son of Aphiah, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a choice hand and some son whose name was Saul. There's not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders up, he was taller than any of the people. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise. Go and look for the donkeys. So he passed through the mountains of Ephraim and through the land of Shalisha, but they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalem, and they were not there. Then they passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they did not find them. When they had come to the land of Zeph, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us return, lest my father cease caring about the donkeys and become worried about us. And he said to him, Look now, there is a city. there is in the city a man of God, and he is an honorable man, and all that he says surely comes to pass. So let us go there, perhaps he can show us the way we should go. Then Saul, to us, then Saul said to his servant, But look, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread in our vessels is all gone, and there is no present to bring the man of God. What do we have? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Look, I have here at hand one-fourth of a shekel of silver. I'll give that to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he spoke thus, Come, let us go to the seer, for he who is now called a prophet was formerly called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up the hill to the city, they met some young women going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, Yes, he is, just ahead of you. Hurry now. For today he came to the city, because there is a sacrifice for the people today on the high place. As soon as you come into the city, you will surely find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now therefore, go up, for about this time you will find him. So they went up to the city. As they were coming into the city, there was Samuel coming out toward them on his way up to the high place now the lord had told samuel in his ear the day before saul came saying tomorrow about this time i will send you a man from the land of benjamin and you shall anoint him commander over my people is over my people israel that he may save my people from the hand of the philistines for i have looked upon my people because their cry has come to me so samuel saul saw saul the Lord said to him, There he is, the man of whom I spoke to you, this is the one who shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Please tell me where the seer where is the seer's house? Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer, go up go up before me to the high place, for ye shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go and I will tell you all that is in your heart. But as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them, for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and all your father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest tribes of Israel? and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? Now Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the hall and had them sit in the place of honor among those who were invited. There were about thirty persons. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, set it apart. So the cook took up the thigh with its upper part and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Here it is, what was kept back. It was set apart for you. Eat. For until this time it has been kept for you, since I said I invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. When they had come down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the top of the house. They arose early, and it was about the dawning of the day that Samuel called to Saul on top of the house, saying, Get up, that I may send you on your way. And Saul arose, and both of them went outside, he and Samuel. As they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us. And he went on, But you stand here a while, that I may announce you to the word of God. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And there they will say to you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and now your father ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth tree of Tabor. Three men there going up to God at Bethel will meet you, one carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. After that you shall come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with stringed instruments a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Well, this is really interesting that mm-hmm. he prophesied so much detail. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like right. he's like, there's going to be three guys with three different instruments. There's going to be two. I mean, it's just
2: yeah, really.
0: There's going to be some guys that, 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 waiting to give that'll me some thing. bread and
3: wine. Exactly. Know what? Like,
1: I really believe God just wanted Saul to know this right. is this is You're truly Saul, you are the. Yeah. I mean. By the time this is over with, he could not deny this was right. a word from the Lord right. because there was so much detail.
3: Well, know, it's interesting, st- too, that back up here when Samuel, when when Samuel first started talking, or uh, Saul first started talking to Samuel, and, and Samuel started indicating to him something special was going to happen, you know, he started saying the same thing that Gilead, Gideon Gideon said. I, you know, I'm the, the I'm least the lace right. why, why are you a dogging to me? I'm, I'm right. I'm kind of low on the here.
0: Yeah, that's where it's gonna raise that's us Paul was real humble at
3: first. At first, at first. But it's just interesting that God what God who God chooses, he doesn't usually pick from the Tom Top Shelf. Top the top
1: the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands, for God is with you. You shall go down before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you and offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. So it was when when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. When they came there to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. The Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it happened, when all who knew him formerly saw him indeed prophesied among the prophets, that the people said to one another, What is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Then a man from there answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb. Is Saul also among the prophets? And when they had finished prophesying, they went to the high place. Then Saul's uncle said to him and his servant, Where did you go? So he said, To look for the donkeys. When we saw that they were nowhere to be found, we went to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, please, what Samuel said to you. So Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys had been found, but about the matter of the kingdom he did not tell them all that Samuel had said. Then Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mitzvah. And and said to the children of Israel, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt and delivered you from the hands of the Egyptians, from the hands of all the kingdoms, and from those who oppress you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saved you from all your adversaries and your tribulations. And you have said to him, Now set a king over us. Now therefore present yourself before the Lord by your tribes and by your clans. And when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near... Tribe of Benjamin was chosen, and when he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was chosen, and Saul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, "Has the man come here yet?" And the Lord answered, "There he is, hidden among the equipment." So they ran and brought him from there, and when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. <laughs> And Samuel said to all the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen, that there is no one like him among all the people? So all the people shouted and said, Long live the king. Then Samuel explained to the people the behavior of royalty and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to to Gibeah and valiant men with him, whose hearts God had touched. But some rebels said how can this man save us so they despised him and brought him no presents but he held his peace hmm. shall I continue
3: right. sure Almost. we could back be... up for a minute
2: yeah. you guys made the comment that um, Eli's boys were bad Yeah. Samuel's boys were bad uh-huh. right, how old was Samuel when Eli took him in or we, they just, Hannah gave him to him he's about three Samuel yeah. just repeated what his daddy did, what his daddy, not his father, but his daddy right. did. So his that's just right. to be a sign to parents, fathers. You know, you're you're a lot more important in uh, right. your kid's life than what you think. You know, but you a think man. About
3: three is that what? They, I is think he was very small. He was winged. He had be been winged. Be
2: yeah, right. he wasn't very big. But basically, I mean, I'm saying Hebrew. that's what Somewhere he knew. I was a father yeah. figure, right? Yeah. He repeat. That's he obviously is. repeated what he saw growing interesting. up. Yeah. Hmm. You're somebody who's well, so no they're going to gonna make him fair? the king over of these people and they're telling how awful the king's going to be. He's yeah,
1: and they're him. celebrating. Long live the king. Oh, yeah, this is great. Taxes.
0: And,
2: and now he knows he's going to be king. What does he do? He goes on heights. We hope he um, don't, don't and do like that. And they still oh. want him to be king. and they are okay.
0: shy. <laughs>
3: Sure, that, that even all meant that only Saul was going to do that. That was almost an indication that's what all kings are going to do yeah. right. from now on. Right.
2: That's the leadership you're going to follow. But it's like, okay, you're going to be the leader of this whole nation, and where are you? Where's this man that's going to be our king? Hiding. hiding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and, and, and It's like, okay, that's who you're choosing to lead you. He is the man that's now hiding. Because he's, the, he, you know. Took him by surprise. He didn't. He wasn't from a royal family. It wasn't like he was like raised to be the king. His dad wasn't royalty, you know. It wasn't what he was raised to be, you know. He, he's wrong by now, or he couldn't have been the king. And yet, it, it's just amazing to me. And 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 yet there are times I think I can relate to wanting to hide.
0: Well, I think and, he had the right stuff then.
1: Well, and what's what's interesting in all this, is he said he was the least of the tribes of Benjamin and all this he was stuff. Humble. And when David came along, he was very insecure and tried to kill him over it. Like, it's almost like there was insecurity there in him because of where he came from, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe his qualifications, I don't know. Because when David came along and he found out he was going to be the anointed one he, you know, was interesting. I think
2: he had a sense that he was no longer the anointed
3: one Well, yeah. Well he was told he was told <laughs> by Samuel, which we'll find out later. <laughs> he knew he was on his way out. Jealous yeah. and yeah,
2: yeah. despisable and we had a group of people that despised him and there's always a group of people that despise leadership. I don't care whether it's Right, and family like in the right now.
3: a nation. There's always people who despise, right. no well, who the leader is. Well, King James is kind of a funny. Gives me a funny visual when he describes Saul. There, it says he was. Head, it says he was. Head and shoulders. Well, mine says head and shoulders taller, but the King James it says something like from the shoulders up he was taller than the Does that mean
2: <laughs> long neck? <name>. Yeah, <laughs> he that was very tall. Tall. Head.
3: Not his, not his torso. Not so his torso. <laughs> he was normal. It was just from his shoulders up. He was tall. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Is he was higher attempt. than any
0: of the people from his shoulders and upward.
3: And I guess is that King James.
0: Yeah.
1: Well,
3: and I he guess. had
1: a really long neck.
3: I don't think J. is King James. Oh. It was. Yeah. I yeah, King. yeah. I got the well, new, new King, King James. We just another paragraph on
2: that chapter. Well, I'm in chapter
1: 11. I can read chapter 11 oh. real quick if oh. you want. Yeah,
0: I've got the King James.
3: I thought we had, then, had
1: finish. Yeah. No, we had. Oh, then Nahash the Ammonite came up in a camp and encamped against Jabesh Gilead. And the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, make a covenant with us and we will serve you. And Nahash the Ammonite answered them, on this condition I will make a covenant with you that I may put... Out all your right eyes and bring reproach on all Israel. Then the elders of Jabesh said to him, "Hold off for seven days, that we may send messengers to all the territory of Israel. And then, if there is no one to save us, we will come out to you." So the messengers came to uh, to Gibeah of Saul and told the news in the hearing of the people. And all the people lifted up their voices and wept. Now there was Saul coming behind the herd from the field, and Saul said, "What troubles the people that they weep?" And they told him the words of the men of Jabesh. Then the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard this news, and his anger was greatly aroused. So he took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hands of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not go out with Saul and Samuel to battle, so it shall be done to his oxen. And the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one consent. When he numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were found three hundred thousand and the men of Judah. 30,000. And they said to the messenger who came, "Thus you shall say to the men of Jabesh-Gilead, tomorrow by the time the sun is hot, you shall you shall have help." Then the messengers came and reported it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, "Tomorrow we will come out to you that you may do with us whatever seems good to you." So it was on the next day that Saul put the people in 3 companies and came up in the midst of the camp in the morning watch and killed the Ammonites until the heat of the day. And it happened that those who survived were scattered, so that no two of them were left together. Then the people said to Samuel, Who is he who said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day, for for today the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal and renew the kingdom there. So all the people went to Gilgal. And there made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they made sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and the men of Israel rejoiced greatly.
2: Yay! That was a much better Saul, ending than I was thinking. Saul <laughs> had it going on
0: there in early
3: days. Wow! Some strange ways of. Doing battle and stuff one so like one edible. You know, take him in, you we'll know, guide him out of Wait, wait, just just hold off for a little while. You stay over there a little
0: while and let us think
3: about this and see if right. we find somebody wow. to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll must have yeah. been pretty sure
0: no one was gonna come to the it's rescue. A, we'll
3: let you uh, get it. Together. You know <laughs>